welcome to Walk Me Through It. Mm-hmm. Walk Me Through This? Yeah, Walk Me Through This with Pastor Don Meeks and Samantha Spittle and Jeremy Spittle. And I am where the magic happens. <laughs> it is fun to the, see the studio finally. We are in the studio. We yeah. are making dreams come true. So what are we doing here, Don? Well, we're going to figure out. We're going to walk through it. We're going to walk through we're it. We're going to walk through it. What are we I, walking through? I think we're going to continue our conversation because um, it's, what have we been in conversation? Probably for several years, just figuring years life out. And that's uh, the fun of this conversation that you and I have. One, two extroverts trying to get a word in edgewise. Definitely. That's <laughs> what we, verbally, we both verbally processed. Today. You won't exactly. hear much from me. That's, <laughs> okay. That's okay. That's right. That's what we're saying. That's why we need the introverts also to take the notes. Yeah. Um, no, I think, you know, as we, as we had conversation last time, this, this sense of life presents its challenges Mm -hmm. and then we are literally walking through those things and with whom do we walk? In what direction do we walk? What do we learn as we walk? Those kind of things. And uh, I think we thought this would be fun and maybe even beneficial. Perhaps. You know? At maybe. least to us. That's what it, it's totally to us. And if others can benefit from it, hallelujah. It's, it's an eavesdrop. Yep. You know? And that's, and that's really what preaching is for mm-hmm. me. I'm convinced is I'm working my own thoughts out around scripture. And, and if others benefit from it, that's great, you know. So I, you know, the way I think of it, and was anticipating our conversation today, is like, huh? You know, it's like improv. Yeah. You you get a, a, a an idea, you get a prompt, and our prompt is let's talk about walking through life together. You know, two of us having a, a pastoral conversation and a and a uh, a conversation among Christians. Mm-hmm. I think that's a piece of it. We share the faith, and we're not. Um, shy about that, are we? I don't think. Um, and what I'm hopeful for is that something out of our conversation today, and we might do this again. I mean, I would hope that if this this works well, that, hmm, okay. We shared this with some folks and we heard back from some folks because I think that's a piece of it. Mm-hmm. I think we would want this to be a broader conversation. I think that's the gift sure. that you are and that you offer. Um, the, your flushing it out tagline is introverts, extrovert. I talk to people so you don't have to for now, for now. Oh, I added the for now because I I don't want people. Well, I added that because I started my podcast with the flushing it out. And the reason I'm excited for us to do this together is because I felt like I was someone who since, you know, my mom tells the story of in second grade, I was having, I had moved, I was the new kid, I was having issues with, you know, who to hang with and all that, you know, second grader stuff. And I went home and I was crying. And finally, I, I said, I'm just going to go talk to Mrs. So-and-so about this, the school counselor, that it's her job to help deal with this. And my mom was like, wow, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, go, go talk to someone to deal with it. And I was glad she reminded me of that because pretty much since then, if I have an issue... I have not ever been shy about reaching out or reaching up, I should say, you know, to mentors. And so when we did our pastoral counseling Mm -hmm. or whatever you call it before we got premarital, yeah, premarital, yeah, 
like that was just so awesome. Hmm. You know, I really enjoyed that. That's probably when I was like, oh my gosh, therapy is great. Counseling is great. <laughs> um, and it really helped, I think, us form a good foundation in our yeah. marriage. Yeah. But as we all know, life happens. And so you never have it all figured out. You never have it. And so you and I, just whenever life's happened, whether it's been personal, professional, just any sort of thing I've gone through, I tend to find my way back to asking you questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then I end up sharing what you tell me. I try to tell my friends, yeah. but I know I mess up the message. Uh, <laughs> you probably refine it in a way that is appropriate and, and make it make sense to others. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, so I'm excited. You know, it's that. So that the whole point of that is that I've always had this passion to share that with people and uh, and wanting people to hear the conversations yeah. so that they can feel less alone, more connected. And um, but then finally motivated to have their own conversations. So yeah. whether it's to go talk to you, you know, to, sorry, yeah. Don, you're about to get real busy okay. with people listening. Um, <laughs> but to on. have people say, you know, this is what he's here for. Because yeah. when I've told people, oh, I go talk to, a, you know, my pastor about this. And it's like, what? You talk to him about this? I'm like, yeah. And sometimes I even curse. Sometimes even curse even every curse. once in a while. <laughs> um, because I can just be real. And so, you know, I hope that people can see, you know, do their own critical thinking and also be feel safe that, you know, whether it's you they reach out to or just someone mm -hmm. else safe in their life, but that we're not meant to walk this life alone. Correct. We're not meant to live in the dark. We're not meant to live in shame. And I think that's when, I don't mean, I don't know, it's like the devil can get in and just it works in the dark. And Well, most of us, when we're working through something, we're, we're in a pile of you know what. And I do know what. We <laughs> um, so when we're we hit a problem, we hit a, a speed bump, you know, we stub our toe, you know, physically or or figuratively, we think we're the only one. Mm -hmm. And so the gift of the conversation that we have with each other, with other Christians, is, oh, you too. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I, I as you may know, one of my. Uh, kind of framing stories from scripture is the Genesis story, Genesis chapters one and two, the creation, Genesis three, the fall. So the good creation, we're made in God's image, we're made upright, we're made for each other, we're made for God, all of this goodness. And then, oops, Adam and Eve choose not to, to live according to God's uh, ways. And the first thing they do is run into the bushes, they hide, they're ashamed, Adam begins to point the finger. And so I take those as indicative of the human condition, as mm -hmm. I call it. And so shame has a way of pushing us into the shadows. And we are convinced we're the only one who is such a knucklehead to have done X. Mm -hmm. And then in, in what you would call therapy, I would call pastoral conversation because mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a trained therapist, but I'm a pastor. And we pastors accompany people in the middle of, of life. And we are ourselves in the middle of mm -hmm. life. So I don't got it all figured out. I'm, I'm, you know, figuring it. I'm walking through it uh, as well. And so this notion of, okay, I'm not alone. That's the gift. And so that's part of the gift that you offer to folks in, in, in your conversations. Um, Cause that's so I, the thing. I don't have it figured out either. So that's why I enjoy, you know, for you and I chatting is I almost feel like I've always seen myself as the person on the outskirts, like mm. not the person mm. who, who 
definitely not the person who knows all the biblical stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just who has a heart for God, who has a heart for, but who has her own fears and doubts and questions and everything. Yeah. And so, and I feel like the way you frame it and break stuff down, it's a safe place. You don't have to have it all figured out to yeah. come to come to these conversations. Well, I keep waiting so. for you to figure it out. And I'm just I like, know, I can't sorry. believe. I'm so sorry. Maybe this time <laughs> she'll figure it out. Maybe, okay. No, you're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> so it, it's this it, it's this notion of um, – so I never wanted to be a pastor. Okay. Yeah. So this is not my childhood dream. I was going to be a baseball player. Okay. And then I was going to be a rock star. And then I started losing my hair. Oh, no. And, oh, and so, no. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh, this guy, Eugene Peterson, that I stumbled across, I went to seminary without plans to be a pastor. Okay. So I was going to maybe teach and coach. That was kind of my dream. I, was, I came to faith uh, in Christ uh, while in college, had been raised in the church somewhat um, – Kind of the Christmas and Easter family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean that disrespectfully of folks who only come at Easter and, and Christmas. And I don't mean that disrespectfully of we'll my mom and it. dad, you know. <laughs> um, but that's how we had understood the faith, you know, so much at, as a family. And then at college uh, was exposed to the gospel in a, in a meaningful way and a way that made sense to me. And, and God was gracious. And I just picked up a Bible and started to read. So I went to seminary. Not and and I didn't go directly from college, um, and so I was I did youth ministry for about five years, uh, high uh, uh, high school, and then uh, college student ministry out in Wichita, Kansas, where I met my wife Krista. And then when I began to get the itch, I think I lo- I started to do some teaching, and that started to you know shape it. So I who wants to be a pastor? Pastors are. I mean, pastors Lame. are pastors, right? No, well, no, I'm, no. <laughs> but their family, their their families are a mess. I mean, you know, oh, the caricature, yeah. the oh, caricature wow. of yeah. a pastor oh, yeah. is that they are kind of a little irrelevant, a yeah. little out of touch. Mm. You know, speak in a pastoral kind of mm-hmm. voice. You know, and and mm. so I had a caricature of a pastor, mm-hmm. not an actual understanding. But as I so as I'm in seminary. Um, I stumble across the the writings of a guy named Eugene Peterson. Um, some folks would know him. He's the one who translated the Bible, the message, and and his his intent was to take the scriptures from original language Greek and and Hebrew into idiomatic and kind of contemporary speech. And just his his writings, he, he talked about uh, the job of a pastor is really to accompany people. Mm-hmm. It's the job of the pastor is to pray, to speak God into the situation. So just to keep mm-hmm. reminding people um, about God, that God is present, God is at work. And then he uses the language of the pastor as a spiritual director. And I had kind of come across that language, but was – sound kind of Catholic-y to mm-hmm. me. And what, what he meant by that is the pastor isn't the one that has the answers. The pastor is the one who accompanies people in the midst and – prompts i wonder i wonder what god might be doing in that huh. so i think that's all i do in our conversations sure. i try to go hmm isn't that cool that you're stepped in a pile of something and uh-huh. i wonder how that's going to work out 
I just had an aha moment, which is, so I feel like I picked up on that early on in our Mm -hmm. conversations, which is why I went back to it's a safe place and wanting people to see that there's these safe places. Because I think we're conditioned, and this could go back to the fall. Mm -hmm. So if you believe it's because of the fall, um, but just kind of in our world, we're conditioned that, you know, what is it, like rule following, authority, Mm -hmm. things like that. And so to go to you, if you were to equate it like a family, like, well, now I got to go to dad and Mm -hmm. tell him all the things I'm struggling with. Well, I don't, you know, I don't want to be, whether it's, I don't want to be bad. I don't want to him to be disappointed in me, you know, and I think that I'm sensing that when I talk to people and I can't say whether this is true or not, but I think that that's like people feel that in their gut, you know, to talk to someone is Mm going to open up Mm -hmm. judgment. Mm -hmm. And then it's also, well, you obviously have the answers. And if I tell you my stuff, you know, either I don't want to hear the answer, you know, you might tell me something I don't want to hear or, um, you know, it's just another reminder of like Mm -hmm. how much I've screwed up. And I think that coming from that place of I'm walking through this with you. Yeah. And I think you're able to do that because you, and this is why, yes, you're not a therapist, um, pastoral counseling, but even we talked about this offline, a good therapist. And I think Jeremy can chime in on this because he's been open about doing Mm -hmm. therapy. Mm -hmm. A good therapist's job is not to diagnose you. Correct. It is to walk you through it and give you the tools. Correct. And I feel like that is why I do equate you to therapy and it's not therapy at all, but it's just you give – you're very good about the frame – like once again, that framework and the tools to kind of be a critical thinker. Yeah. The – the that sense of calling around teaching in the word of God, I think I – I bring into the conversations and at times I think I probably a little wonky – or repetitive or redundant around things like Genesis chapters one, two, and three. But if, if the struggles that we're going through as people are the struggles of people, mm-hmm. then wouldn't it uh, make some sense to try to initially pull back a little bit, get the, become the fly on the wall mm-hmm. and go, how do people behave because mm-hmm. the tendency is just in the same way I said, you know, we hit the uh, uh, a problem and we kind of run into the shadows because of shame. Mm-hmm. If we can s- kind of so a lot of what I try to do is to slow it down and do some gentle teaching, which is the mm-hmm. framework, the, 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 the framing of things and go, huh, yeah, it's interesting. What what I what you're going through is actually what all people go through. Mm-hmm. And. And so there are different theories of human behavior. I recognize that. But a biblical understanding of human behavior is shaped by a biblical understanding of what it means to be human. And so the place we discover or learn what it means to be human, so we don't start with the Gospels. We start, how did uh, Julie Andrews sing about it? Start at the very beginning. (laughs) And so we go back to Genesis, and there we find that we are created in God's image, which which means more than we could fill hours and hours of podcasts to try to understand what does it mean to be made in God's image. But at the very least, it means that we've been endowed with these enormous capacities 
uh, we're, we're made relationally. God is relationship, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So, there's a, so we're made for community. We're made with the capacity for community. We're made to love. We're made to receive love. We're made to be able to, to experience the world and out of that world to experience joy and hope and, and comfort and, and life and laughter. And so all of these, um, the emotions that we have, um, are endowed by God. And so, and so to, to connect, you know, so sometimes I feel sad. Well, that's, that's how we're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so folks, the, so kind of the emotional side of things where a, a clinical therapist, a, a clinical counselor will come at the emotional work uh, uh, of our lives, they'll come at it with a, some kind of framework, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's some framework that they've been trained in or frameworks. And I just like to add the biblical, theological, spiritual, Christian framework and to, to acknowledge that our emotional lives are this en- enormous gift uh, mm-hmm. from God. And then the capacity to evaluate and look at oneself, that is a God-ordained. So, you know, you can be a fly on the wall of your own life and you can examine, why did I do what I just did? But sometimes it's easier to do when you're in conversation. I just did this thing. Can I think out loud with you? And so what I see that we're doing here is just, we're just thinking out loud. Exactly. And so this, this understanding of, of the, the, the blessedness of being human in God's image with all of these capacities, then also the other side of the coin is the brokenness of mm-hmm. the human family with, and so understanding, uh, shame. So one of the things you, you said, um, a little bit ago was, you know, coming to the pastor, like a family, okay, now am I coming to dad, but don't want to disappoint. So now, so now we're talking kind of family systems, which is another one of those frameworks that I've, uh, you know, been taught and, and been, been trained in. Not a therapist, people, not a therapist. <laughs> we will break that down another day. <laughs> exactly. So. That, it's a fascinating, it's a great tool. But this understanding of, of disappointment also, so what I would do around that would say, Gosh, let's think about that. Why is it that we want to, you know, honor your father and mother? So there's this, you know, God calls us into such a relationship that that's a God ordained, a God willed reality. But we don't always do that, do we? Mm-hmm. And so uh, disappointment is a deep, painful emotion, isn't it? Mm. When others have disappointed us, you know, we, we sometimes try to cover that guy up, don't we? You know, anger and sadness, I didn't or, or or laughter, like oh, okay, yeah. I because yeah. I don't want, I don't want to bring a lot of awkwardness yeah. to the thing, but I'm really disappointed yeah. in what my friend who did this, or my yeah. child who did that, or my husband yeah. or my wife. So when we experience, when we're the disappointed, mm-hmm. right? We're the one who has been disappointed. We don't want to. But also we, we tend to um, project out, mm-hmm. well, golly, I know how I feel when I'm disappointed. I don't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. Or in the family context, you know, we've yeah. had plenty of experiences with disappointing our folks. We've watched how our moms and dads have responded to us when we didn't mm-hmm. live up to what we thought. I'm and, not mad. I'm just disappointed. 
disappointed. And, oh. oh, and that, that oh. I'd rather you be mad at me. Yes, <laughs> please be mad at me. So universal. <laughs> and so, and so, but th- so, so disappointment then. When when uh, someone whom we value, be it a parent, be it a, a pastor, be it a, 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 a spouse, a, a sibling, or child, you know, um, when we disappoint them, it, it, it's it burns, and that and that's that connection to shame again. That that mm-hmm. it, which is one of those kind of pr- primal emotions that traces us back to the fall. Because I think absent sin, shame is not experienced. Okay. Say okay. Let's say that one more time. Yep. Absence. So, so if there's no sin in the world, okay, there is no shame in the world. Okay. So that when the person does something that they quote unquote ought not do, mm-hmm. we go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I did that. Oh, that's okay." Mm. But, but now when somebody doesn't do something, oh, we take it. I'm sure they did that to hurt me. Mm. They did that. They, they walked into the room and they saw me and didn't come over and greet me. Mm. And then we take it personally. Whereas, and so that, but that's tied to that shame thing also. That's a great, um, I feel like that's a great transition to, but we're going to wrap it up yep, because sure. this way um, everyone can kind of get an idea of what we're doing. But we've talked before about how the thing is not the thing. Mm, yeah. And so um, we're going to kind of stop for now, but we'll pick back up. And I kind of want to be, you know, that's something universal. <laughs> like everyone's got stuff. Correct. But it's really not about, it's often not the stuff. Correct. So um, we'll dig into that and uh, keep talking. Good. Thank you. the greatest thing I've ever heard.